0: This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. When people see you coming towards them, do they think to themselves, Here comes the sun, do do Or when they're talking to you, maybe. The moment I wake up, before I put on my makeup. I say a little prayer for you or do they whisper to themselves hit the road Jack never come back no more and that's the question we'll be discussing today join me Welcome to the Candid Life Podcast, where we turn our broken hallelujahs into melody lines of impact. And I'm your host, Lydia Gargo. Today's topic, how full is your bucket? From Gallup, Tom Rath, and Don Clifton. Ponder this question for a moment. How did you feel after the last interaction with another person? Did that person, your spouse, best friend, co-worker, or even a stranger fill your bucket by making you feel more positive? Or did that person dip from your bucket, leaving you more negative than before? In this podcast, I'm going to share about the theory of the dipper and the bucket. I'm also going to give you some personal examples because it's always great to be practical. And then I'm gonna challenge you to be your best self. So let's get started. The theory of the dipper and the bucket. Each of us has an invisible bucket. It is constantly emptied or filled depending on what others say or do to us. When our bucket is full, we feel great. When it's empty, we feel absolutely awful. Each of us has an invisible bucket dipper. When we use the dipper to fill other people's buckets by saying or doing things to increase their positive emotions, we also fill our own bucket. But when we use the dipper to dip from people's buckets by saying or doing things that decrease their positive emotions, we diminish ourselves. So we face the choice every moment of every day. We can fill one another's bucket or we can dip from them. It's an important choice, one that affects our relationships, productivity, health, and happiness. There we have it. That's the theory of the dipper and the bucket. And now let's put the theory into practice after a quick break. Welcome back and if you're joining us, this is the Candid Life Podcast and I'm your host Lydia Gago. You know, I love the Bible verse in Hebrews 3.13 which says, but encourage one another daily as long as it's called today. Encourage one another daily as long as it's called today. That tells me that Every day we are presented with an opportunity to make a difference. The question is, are we up for the challenge? You know, we all uniquely designed and created for relationship. And all of us have fundamental needs that should be met, whether it's physical, emotional, spiritual, social or whatever the case may be. The truth is, we all have needs. be supported protected challenged inspired accepted and loved and the reality is that when these needs are met in a healthy way we will thrive and if they're not we will struggle I know there are times that I feel that I can manage all by myself and I don't need that additional support and that's okay But there are times in life that I've found that all I need is a nod of acceptance, a word of encouragement, a hug. Or even when somebody challenges my wrong thinking or behavior, they do it with some grace and love. And it reminds me of this song by Mary Poppins. And it goes, just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down, medicine go down. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in the most delightful way. (laughs) So when you fill a bucket, you give that person a positive outlook and a renewed energy. And every drop in that bucket makes you stronger. And so I'm going to share two examples of moments where I just felt like my bucket was full. The first one is um, one of my daughters. I actually have twin daughters. Yay. And one of my daughters sends me a text note every morning wishing me a great day. And she's been doing this. I think for the last year or so it's something that she started and just having the little text notes sent into my inbox gives me that little added boost to keep moving on in the day. And of course, I'm going to respond to her and wish her a great day. That right there, my good friends, is a bucket filler. The second one happened a couple of weeks ago. I had shared a little bit about myself with my students, and one of the students had taken notes of the countries I had lived in over the years. I was born in Ghana, West Africa, did part of my schooling there before I moved to Zambia, which is in South Central Africa, did all my elementary and high school there, and then moved over to Manchester, England, where I did my college and my university, and then moved over to the States, where I've been living for the last 15 or so years. And the fact that the student took the time to knit these flags and then attach them to this red scarf presented to me before school started was amazing. I I was so overwhelmed and so deeply touched by her thoughtfulness and her kindness. Believe me when I tell you family, that was a major bucket filler it just took my bucket to this point of overflowing. Uh, I couldn't thank her enough. And you know, for me, it, it's, a, it's a tangible reminder that I am loved, that I'm appreciated, that I'm respected, and that I'm making a difference in the life of the people around me. And she made such a difference and such an impact. I will never forget that student because they didn't realize what they were doing was of great significance to me in my life's journey. And so that's what I'm saying about bucket filling, that you just don't know how your actions are going to affect somebody's life. That student's work is on my podcast as the cover. The last example I want to share with you is about one of my children by the way all my children are very artistically inclined and I remember this one time one of my children shared with me that they wanted to get involved in an art competition online which I said absolutely please go ahead and do that and they were doing a phenomenal job and they shared it with me and told me about the deadline but with being such an enthusiastic mom (laughs) I'm a very personally deadline driven kind of person I started imposing my personal deadline on my child and as time went on I noticed that they were not very very happy or excited about this project that they were doing so they came over to me and gave me a note, which basically said, Mom, I know you're trying to encourage me, but I'm feeling very stressed, and it's taking away the enjoyment of me working on the project. And with that note, they decided to give up doing the project. Now, I was shocked, because I thought to myself that what I was doing was actually helping my child only to realize that the message of excitement and enthusiasm and, come on, let's do this, was making them feel more stressed. And so, as a parent, it really forced me to take a step back and realize that, yes, as much as it's important to encourage our children in their pursuits, we also have to be sensitive enough to step back when needed so that they can have fun doing it. That, for me, again, was a bucket-filling moment in a slightly different way because my child felt the freedom to come to me and tell me exactly how they felt. So those are the examples of how we can use our dipper for good. Sometimes we can use our dipper in a negative way and when we do, we diminish ourselves and we leave the people around us feeling discouraged and hurt. But you know what? There are times that we hurt people unknowingly through our actions and our words and other times deliberately because they have hurt us in some way. And so I want to share with you four principles I live by, which have helped me to use my dipper for good, even when people have wronged me. The first, James nine, which says, be slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to become angry. This, for me, has always been a reminder that I have two ears and one mouth, so I need to listen more and talk less. And when I do that, instead of reacting to situations, I have learned to respond to situations because i um, I honestly believe I don't want to have to go back and keep apologizing for the things that I've said or done in the heat of the moment. So I have learned to step back, listen, and when I don't understand what's going on, ask questions. If I am annoyed or angry, step away for a minute. If I have to to regroup before. I react. There are times I do react and I mess up. There are times that initial reaction is a reaction that you need in order to get your point across. But learning to be slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to become angry as a default has helped me to deal with a lot of difficult and challenging situations. The second one is to look for the positive in a person. So often we ask people, what is wrong with you? Instead of, what is right with you? And oftentimes when you start looking at what is right with the person, instead of just focusing on what is wrong within quotes with them, you will find often that they are a diamond in a rough and they just probably need that little extra love, patience and support, or they're looking for attention. And the only way they know how is to be reactive or to make noise or be in your face or whatever it is, whatever they need to do to get that attention. So again, Start looking for what is right with people instead of what is wrong with them. Because oftentimes, all these people need, these hurting, needy people need is somebody to come alongside them or walk alongside them in a non-judgmental way and help them navigate their challenges. The third is exercise grace and patience. When someone behaves in a way you don't understand, Remember, there is a missing piece in the puzzle of their life you are not aware of. And I just wanna share with you an example. I went to England last summer to visit my parents, and whilst I was there, I was in line for a Starbucks because I wanted to buy a souvenir mug for a friend of mine. There was a gentleman at the counter who was being waited upon for his order. He was taking an awfully long time and so I was in line and my wheels in my mind just started turning. And I should admit I was getting a little irritated because I thought, why is he taking so long? So whilst all this judgment was going on in my head and I'm getting a little bit antsy, the gentleman at the front was served and then he turned around. And when he turned around I saw the cane and when I saw the cane I realized that this man was blind or even partially blind and he started moving his cane around to try and get out of uh, where he was at the counter so that he could get back into the main shopping mall And he was struggling to find his way. So I got out of line and went over to him and asked him, what do you need? And then he said to me, I just need to be moved into the center of the mall so I can find my way from there. So I grabbed his arm, moved him to the center of the mall, and he took his cane and continued on his way. I went back into line. And as I stood there, I should say I felt very, very embarrassed. I had judged this man because I thought he was wasting time. I really didn't know what was going on with him. But I only realized his need after he turned around. How often do we judge people when they're behaving in a way that we don't fully understand? How often do we get angry in our minds or in our thoughts because things are not going our way or on our calendar or people are not doing the things that we want them to do when we think that they should do it. Realizing that everybody has a missing piece in the puzzle of their life that you are not privy to will help you to exercise grace and patience and reaching out to them and maybe even like I did asking the question how can I be of assistance how can I come alongside and support you what do you need all those questions are life-giving questions if the person decides they don't want to offer that information then you've done your bit. but in this case this gentleman told me exactly what he needed and I was able to to come alongside him and support him in his time of need. That's what we need to do with each other. The fourth principle is forgiveness. Learning to forgive is not always the easiest thing to do, but it is the right thing to do. And there are times that you will need professional help to help you navigate through the various challenges or the offenses that were done to you but one thing i've come to learn through my 50 years of living so far is that unforgiveness will short circuit your life every single time because you are giving power to the person who has offended you, whereas forgiveness allows you to open your heart and open your hands to receive whatever it is that God has for you in order to move on. Unforgiveness will rob you of joy, health, wealth, positive relationships, opportunities, and even life itself. Forgiveness if not given at the right time will lead to bitterness and bitterness leads to brokenness so to help me live out these four principles and before I share them with you let's take a quick break because I think I've given you so much information I'll be back Welcome back and if you are tuning into this podcast, this is a Candid Life podcast and I am your host Lydia Gago. In the last section I was talking a little bit about using our dipper for positivity and how we can avoid using our dipper for negativity. I'm going to wrap up this podcast and just tell you how i implement the four principles i shared about in the last section what i do is i practice my a b c's the a is i practice an attitude of gratitude Usually through journaling, but when I wake up in the morning and I open my eyes, I thank God for the gift of the day. I thank God for the breath in my lungs, and I thank God for the opportunity to go out and make a difference. That's it, really. I thank God for my family and my friends and the people I get to meet throughout the day. Thank God for the things that are around me, the things that bring joy, the things that bring happiness, even the moments that bring me challenge, because those challenging moments give me an opportunity for growth. B, I practice my belief in God through reading the Bible. And through prayer and also my belief in myself through self-affirmation I have words that I speak over my life words that I speak to myself throughout the day so that I'm speaking truth to me and that truth energizes me and finally see I practice positive community relationships. I surround myself with a community of people who love me enough to hold me accountable. They just don't accept what I tell them, but they ask me important questions to make sure that I'm filtering information Correctly, and they're not afraid to tell me if I'm doing something wrong. These people are the people I describe as life givers to me, and I do exactly the same for them as well. So, what we talked about during this podcast, we looked at the theory of the dipper and the bucket. I shared some personal examples to help you understand the concepts and most importantly I want to challenge you to being your best self to wake up every morning to represent the greatness of who you are to this world and now that you know What are you going to do with the information that I just gave you? How are you going to use your dipper? Will it be to add to the lives of people and make it more positive? Or are you going to choose to take away from the lives of people and leave them negative? Well, my encouragement in terms of your responses, use your dipper for good. Because when you do... Your relationships will be blessed. And every experience you have in the next couple of days will be uplifting and different. You'll feel different. And even when you do go through a challenge, you will see things from a different perspective. The people you meet will think of you, will think of themselves and even say aloud, That's why, darling, it's incredible that someone so unforgettable thinks that I am unforgettable too. My hope and expectation is that you will choose to leave every interaction with another person with a sense of positivity as far as it is possible with you. And like Maya Angel beautifully put it, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. So with that, family, can I say a very, very big thank you to all of you, my friends and listeners around the world. You inspire me to keep on doing what I love. Please connect with me, reach out. I would love to hear what you have to say concerning the topics that we're covering on this podcast. Email me at Live the Candidlife at gmail.com. That's live the Candidlife at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at Lydia Gago and please subscribe and share the podcast with friends and family. And believe me when I say that you will be inspired, challenged, and empowered to live differently. So until next time, remember your story matters because you matter. So live the candid life 24-7. God bless you. inaendeshwa na Afriports